Greetings, Scott here, DM for the Adventure with Advantage podcast. Thanks for listening. with Advantage Episode 7. Uh, so, to catch you up to speed as to what's been going on so far, uh, the party, who works as contractors for the Goblin Gazette, or I should say employees for the Goblin Gazette, uh, were hired out to investigate a murder that had taken place. Um, as they began investigating it, they found that it was a beggar who had been murdered in the Sun's Rise District. Uh, and... After doing some digging, they didn't come up with a whole lot, uh, but then the next, uh, or they were actually able to question the spirit with the help of Captain Doring, um, and he gave some cryptic answers that didn't quite lead to anything. Um, after that, the next day, uh, Steel Scar was making his way from the temple of Marion and came across another person who had been murdered. This person was a guard by the name of Kiara, who the party had... Um, had met with, talked a bit, not like they were best friends or anything, but um, they had worked. She was at the scene of the first crime, so um, Levy had spoken with her. And, sorry, my screen is jacked up doing something. Uh, anyways, after that, they did a bit more research, um, spoke with Captain Doring again, and they questioned the spirit of Kiara, um, and she gave a little more information, um, specifically that... The weapon that was used against her was a dagger with a gold um, hilt, and that is what they have at this point, and that they suspect that the suspect is either, right now is what they're thinking, either a doppelganger or a changeling. Um, so they had just finished up some research at the Scholar's Guildhouse, and I believe had talked about making their way to the Hunter's Guildhouse to see if anyone had any impor- more information on these two entities. And that is where we will pick up. So you guys uh, have just finished, like I said, your research at the Scholar's Guildhouse. Um, what would you like to do? Uh, head towards the Hunter Guild, probably. <laughs> okay. That's We're consistent fine. here. There we go. Um, I want over, yep. over there. Over there. Same. All right. Yeah, same here. I'll follow along. All right, so you guys, yeah, make your way through. Uh, at this point, you were in the Scholar's Guildhouse for... It wasn't a quick stop. It took a little bit of time in there uh, to kind of gather that information. So I would say at this point, it's coming up on probably about 2 o'clock, maybe 3. Um, you were directed in... To a spot, but you had to spend a lot of time kind of combing through books to find the information that you wanted. Um, 
So you guys make your way over to the Hunter's Guild House in the Guildway District. Um, so you guys walk up to it. It's a very kind of rustic-y looking guild house, what you would suspect from a lot of hunters, a lot of wood um, skins and stuff like that. Uh, you can see some people filtering in and out. Most of the people entering and leaving this place have, you know, bows slung across their backs. Um, they're, they're clothes, they, they stand out among the rest of the people. These are people who seem to travel, you know, that's kind of their thing. They're hunters, so they travel, you know, get into trouble um, until you guys make your way into the guild house. Um, so as well, you is guys, there a receptionist? Oh, oh, sorry. Uh, so yeah, as you enter, you don't see anyone just sitting there waiting for anybody. Um, but it, the building itself on the inside, again, it's you just see lots of like skins of creatures on the walls. Um, you know, bear skin rug. You know, there's a large fireplace in the corner with a roaring fire. Um, you just see like um, taxidermy animals all over the guild house here. Um, and you don't see anyone who's just kind of waiting for anyone you know, to answer questions or anything like that. So you're going to have to grab someone if you have any questions. Mm, can we, like, wander around aimlessly looking out of place until someone says something to us, maybe? You could certainly <laughs> try, yeah. <laughs> okay, I'd like, to, I'd like to try wandering around aimlessly, looking at things and looking out of place. Okay. Uh, so after... Kind of like uh, when you're shopping. After seven days. <laughs> <laughs> no one noticed you. Uh, so yeah, so you walk around for five, ten minutes before um, a halfling approaches you. He's got kind of a bow slung across his back. Um, he walks up and he's like, uh, may, may I help you, boys? Oh, yeah, yeah, yes, please. Um, yeah, we got a nice place here. Um, I was kind of just wondering if you happen to have uh, any information on some kind of monsters here. Um... We don't keep a ton of information, but we have people with a lot of knowledge. What, what are you looking for? Um, we're looking for uh, we're looking for someone that might have some kind of knowledge on how to hunt a doppelganger or a changeling. He kind of like grabs his chin, kind of thinks for a second. It's like, hmm, it's a very interesting um, creatures to be searching for. Uh, give me one second to ask around and see if I can figure out who you may want to speak with. And he kind of like... Thank you. Walks away for a few minutes. Um, eventually you see him come back. Uh, and he directs you to a tiefling named Sergei. Uh, Sergei. and he points to him. He's kind of sitting over at a, uh, kind of a long table. Looks like he's eating some food as he's just sitting there. He's like, oh, yeah, you, you want to speak to Sergei. He's had uh, some experience with that. But uh, with him, don't expect any free information. You may have to get it out of him some other way. Okay. Thank you. So, of course. So, and then he makes his way away. So all of us want to head over? Yeah. Uh, yeah. So just, like, looking around, admiring, like, all the trophies that are on the wall. Not really. Theoskar is like, Theoskar is there, but he's not really, he wasn't paying attention to that conversation because he was a little distracted with the, uh, with like all the trophies that are up on the wall. 
So he's just following along, looking in amazement at everything around him. Gotcha. Alright. Like... I see so you guys just make your way over to his table. Yep. Okay. Yeah, yes, is there anything else like um what what is can what does he look like? Uh so he's a tiefling, just he's got um kinda like dark red skin. He has some horns that kinda go up and curl um kind of around, you know, kinda like Ram's horn style things around a little bit. Um he's just wearing some leather armor, he's just kinda sitting there eating. Okay, cool. Uh, and I wanna walk up and just approach him and be like, Hey, uh are you Sergey? Sergey, Sergey, is that how you say it? He kind of like looks up from the the bowl of food that he's eating, and he's like, "I am. Who's asking?" Uh, hey, my name's Levy. I just wanted to see if I could ask you a few questions. And he kind of like, you know, points to the seat, and he's like, "Ask away." Uh, so I hear you might be uh, somewhat of an expert on uh, hunting specific creature that we're looking for uh specifically we're looking for probably can't really tell at the moment but either a changeling or a um a doppelganger he kind of takes like one bite of his food and just kind of like chews on it for a moment swallow and while he's chewing can i call the bartender or like someone over to get him a drink (laughs) there's no bartender or here, like, but, uh, is there anyone? Is there anyone here that? Well, he has food, so where do you get the food from? Uh, there's like a area where you can see there's kind of like a makeshift kitchen. Uh, okay. People can get food if they need to. Um, are you going to get food or something or? Nah, nah. Okay. If there's not service, then I'm not gonna go get it. I don't trust myself in the kitchen. <laughs> okay. Yeah, let's go question. Start stealing his food. <laughs> uh, so you see, yeah, so he finishes his bite and kind of swallows and it's like kind of leans back. He's like, why would you be looking for information on a changeling or a doppelganger in these parts? Well, apparently there's one that's been killing a few people. Is he referring to those murders in Sunrise and Sunrise and Guildsway this morning? Possibly. (laughs) Interesting. What do you want to know? How to track one specifically. Did you say track or trap? Track. Track, ideally. As stop. In CK. Track. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Couldn't tell between trap or track. Um, <laughs> he kind of crosses his arms. He's like, you know, that's information that is acquired over a long period of time, it doesn't come cheap. Well, then, what are you asking? Fifteen gold. I now drop fifteen. Your question. Okay. And so then... Drop it on the table. I, I drop it, and then I'll say, I'll throw in another fifteen, depending on what kind of answers I get. <laughs> All right, so you see him kind of, like, pull it toward him. Um, he says, I'll be honest with you, tracking one's tough. Doppelgangers and changelings are quite similar, though one's a bit more humanoid than the other. Um, Both of them, their whole identity, purpose, is to blend in. So tracking one is not an easy task. Um, 
You know the luck I've had has usually been just thorough investigation, finding them when they eventually slip up. Something like that. Find their motive and then beat them to it, basically, you thinking? Yep. Typically there's a reason they're doing what they're doing. Maybe they're impersonating, you know, some powerful person so that they can get access to information or wealth or something like that. Um, they usually just don't do it for the hell of it. There's usually a reason why they're doing it. So if you can figure out their motive, that'll help you figure out where they are. So far, their motive seems to be fear. Seem to be wanting to start something. Yeah, that's a tough one. Um... Do they have any any weaknesses outright that you know might be able to help us if we come to a confrontation? Um, ooh, that's not good. Hold on, sorry. What happened? <laughs> I opened my uh, D&D Beyond on the wrong... Uh, it popped up on the screen there. Oh. Don't want that. Yeah. Um, anyways, what was your question? I'm sorry. <laughs> completely just weaknesses. Okay, uh, he's like, well, again, their whole thing is blending in, is not being seen. So if you do catch them off guard, you catch them out of their element, they're not the best fighters in the world. They're, they more rely on subterfuge and, you know, trickery. So if you happen to catch one, they aren't the strongest thing. Okay. So they're easily to easy to overpower, but if they catch you off guard, they catch you. Things can get a little rough. Can imagine that. Can imagine that. Um, if I give you a description, would you be able to tell which one we're kind of dealing with? Of the two. He's like, go for it. So we're looking for a, a creature with ash gray skin, white eyes, and no mouth. I was like, well, to me that kind of sounds like a doppelganger, though the no-mouth thing is not something I've experienced. Um, they give you any other information about them? Well, let's see. I'm trying to think back, and then I think, and so... Um, I don't know if this would help at all, but it's been doing these murders with a dagger with like a golden handle or a golden pommel yeah I'm not sure about um, that I don't know that that will really help you and if you can track down the dagger maybe someone's seen it or something like that that may help you yeah and then uh, to, to copy an appearance what is what is like a doppelganger or a uh, changeling need? Do they need anything to actually copy the appearance, or? As far as I know, they just need to be able to have seen the person they're turning into. Interesting. So then, I wonder if what we're tracking might not even be a doppelganger or a changeling then, because this one seems to be stealing things' faces. I had heard that. Uh... The victims' faces had been removed. Yeah, that's an odd one. I'm not really it's certain a, about that. It's something that doesn't seem normal. It's, it's, it seems like a red herring for this one. It's like, it doesn't make sense. It's just, 
why would they steal the face if they don't need to unless they're trying to send a message with that yeah i really don't know about that no i'm just i'm just i'm speculating out loud (laughs) yeah talking out loud here um is there anything else that you might be able to help us, uh, like tell us to help us with our uh, with our search for this? Thanks for that, General. This um, as well. You said there was a dagger. Like I said, maybe if you could track down that dagger, if it was made in this town, or has anyone seen it? Something like that. Um, Fortunately, the only ones that have seen it so far are the dead. Ah, uh, well. Yeah, that's, do you remember what the what it looked like? Uh, all, what the only information thing, you were given? Yeah, the only thing I was given was the steel dagger. It has a golden pommel, and there's a, some kind of symbol on the side, but um, the the person that saw it wasn't able to um, see the symbol clearly. He's like, yeah, I'm not, not sure about that one. Um, I will say, though, about doppelgangers um they do have the ability to seem to know things that they shouldn't know um you know something you were thinking about they know something you had thought about saying but didn't say it seems like they know hmm um, creepy Some kind of telepathy or something? Something like that, yeah. I'm not exactly sure what the extent of it is, but it seems to be the case. Alright, well, thank you very much. Appreciate it. It's like, of course, was that information worthy of another 15 gold? Yeah, pass over another 15. (laughs) Alright. I'm I'm generous. I'm not 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 going to forget about that potential money. He scoops it up. Yeah. make his tongue a little bit looser. There you go. Well, that's all. I wish you luck. Thank you. Have a good one. You too, and he goes back to eating his food. Okay, so I guess we should uh, powwow with the guys. Yep. Do do we we want to talk outside, guys? Um, So, maybe we leave the the hunter guild. So, So you guys are stepping outside? Yeah, Yeah, just kind of step outside. I follow. And then, so, kind of bring everyone together, and it's like, okay, so it looks like we're looking for... Well, I guess he didn't really know which one it was. It was either a doppelganger or a changeling. It's kind of hard to tell. Um, he said probably, possibly a doppelganger, but the no-mouth thing is kind of uh, throwing him off. And it sounds like probably our only lead is that dagger that he was talking about. So... Mm-hmm. Maybe we could go talk to someone at like the Ironworks or something um, about a steel dagger with a golden handle and some kind of symbol on it. But I don't know. Other than that, we don't have like a huge lead to be able to track uh, that down because we don't really know his motives, do you? Do we? Unless anyone here has an idea. No, I have no, no real clue as to what's going on. Uh, maybe we can talk to. Uh, the name's Oscar, right? The the blacksmith at the Gotham Gazette. Yep. That's yeah. Ah, oh, that might be a good one. Uh, we can probably talk to Oscar and maybe ask him about the dagger. He might know some something in relation to that, or points us to someone else who might know about uh, weapons in this town. Yeah, the equivalent of like a pawn shop in the town. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
I do think there's like a um, general trading. Yeah. Garen's general okay. store, general trade goods. Okay. We just haven't gone there yet. You haven't gone there yet. I also see uh, armed arms. Yeah. We just haven't really needed to, especially because we have access to the Gazette resources. Right. And their discount. <laughs> Importantly. What a bargain. So, should we make our way to Oscar and see if he knows anything? Yeah, that, I think that's a good first stop. Um, and then if that doesn't pan out, then maybe we can go check out um, maybe a general store or uh, maybe the Ironworks Guild. Does it make sense to split up? Or if we wanted to, yeah, we could split up and then like reconvene tonight. Or what time is it? Uh, at this point, it's about three o'clock. Yeah, we could like reconvene for like dinner or something like that and uh, learn, like kind of catch everyone up on what we've learned. I think that sounds fair. Um, so I can go to the arms store. Okay. Armed arms. I I um I guess I'll make my way towards Oscar at the Goblin Gazette. Okay. Okay. Levy, what are you doing? So then, uh, so you're going to the general store, um, Elamir, or the Ironworks Guild? Uh, I was gonna go to Armed Arms. Okay, I'll head over to the Ironworks Guild then. Okay. Kind of on the way back. All right. Um. All right, ready, break, and then we walk together. <laughs> and it's really awkward. Yeah. All right, so Levy, you'll get to the Iron Workers Guild first. Um, yeah. For the sake of brevity, go ahead and roll an investigation check. Woo! Uh, 16 plus. Investigation. 18. 18. Okay. Uh, so you show up to the Iron Workers Guild. Um, very what you'd expect from a bunch of blacksmiths and people of that trade. Um, the guild house, you know, anvils, fire, like just intricate, well-crafted weapons, armor, stuff like that. Um, so, uh, with the information you kind of gather that the Iron Workers Guild is not, you know, nothing's coming out of the Iron Workers Guild. They're not producing anything there. Um, it's more of a hub resource um, for people who work in that trade. Um, so, kind of asking around... Um, you are kind of pointed to there's only like a few people in town that uh, may be able to do those something like that um, you are armed arms is one of them that is brought up uh, as well as Oscar over at the Goblin Gazette um, and then I think that might be it um, yeah those are the two big ones that they had suggested you maybe go take a look at all right. Well, then I'll thank them for their time and wish them best of luck on their craft. Okay. All right. We will go to Elamir next. Elamir, so you make your way over to Armed Arms? Uh, yeah. Before I leave there... Um, you leave... Can I... Before I like leave the area of the Hunter's Guildhouse... Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, can I cast Detect Portal? Sure. So you go ahead and cast Detect Portal. Um, All right. That's your. Is that a spell or is that your? That's your. Uh, your one of your features. Um, what's it listed under? 
It's listed under my actions. Just as once per short rest as an action. Okay, yeah, I think it's just one of your features as a planner for Horizon Walker. Um, you don't detect any portals in the vicinity. What is the range? Uh, a mile. A mile? Okay. You don't <coughs> detect any portals um, in a mile from where you are currently. Okay. Nothing from the, the Hunter's Guild? No. Okay. I will make my way onward then. All right. So you make your way over to Armed Arms. Uh, bring it up real quick. All right, so you uh, make your way inside. Uh, it is a, a decent-sized shop, not huge, but also not very small. Um, you just see some weapons kind of like hanging on the wall as well as some armor. Um, and you see two dwarves inside. Uh, you see one that has like blonde hair and kind of a braided beard, and you see one with black hair and um, you know kind of a braided beard as well. Um, and as you enter, the one with black hair looks up at you and he's like, Hey, welcome to the Armed Arms. How may I serve you today? Hi there. Um, my name is Elamir. Um, looking for information today. I'm not sure if you guys can help me here. Um, do you guys... Do you guys work with uh, commission pieces or do you just kind of sell? I we do. Uh, if you're referring to uh, customized pieces, yes, we do that work. Okay. Um, I was wondering, maybe if you guys saw it, um, I, I was playing cards with someone the other day, and uh, I, I saw a gold dagger at their waist that had a, a symbol on it, and I was wondering if you guys had made that. I couldn't quite catch the symbol, but um, looked looked pretty nice, and I was looking to get some work similar to that. Uh, go ahead and roll a deception check. Alright. Deception. A 16. 16, okay. Any thinks for a moment? He's like, were you able to get any more information about just a gold pommel with a symbol on the side to get any more information about the dagger? No, honestly. Um, it was it was at a card game and I was, you know drinking some if you know what i mean so you kind of like <laughs> operating operating on some limited memory here he's like well he looks over at his um the other dwarf he's like olaf do you remember any kind of work with a uh, dagger gold pommel some sort of symbol carved into the side and olaf thinks for a minute he's like I know, I can't think of anything right off the top of my head. Um, could, why are you wanting to know? What, what do you want to know about this piece? Just trying to see where it came from. Um, like I said, I, I don't have all the, the details, but um, just admired some fine craftsmanship. And while, you know, most of my gear is, is function, it's nice to have something nice for yourself. You know what I mean? And he's like, I, I gotcha. He's like, well, I can, um, give me a second. And he, like, disappears into a back room. Um, and then a moment later, you see him kind of walking out with this, like, big old, like, book. Just this book. And he just kind of walks forward and just, like, slams it on the, the table in front of you guys. And he kind of starts to leaf through it. And 
He's like, the key to running a successful business is to keep track of everything that you do. <laughs> and so he starts like going through the pages and reading. Um, you can see that the other dwarf um, kind of starts helping out as they're looking over, eager to help out at the prospect of potential business. Um, so, let me see, just quick. Um, I'd say they spend probably the next 10, 15 minutes, you know, looking through. They're not really getting anything. You start to just kind of like look around at some of the weapons and stuff on the wall as you're waiting. Um, until eventually Olaf's like, ah, I found something. But this is what you're referring to. And he like starts reading through. Um, a second. It looks like about a year ago we had a commission for 12 daggers, gold pommels, with uh, the inscription of the Oldman Theater on it um, as a commemoration for a successful play that had taken place there. I don't know if that's the dagger you're referring to, but it's the closest thing I could find here. Interesting. So, probably probably more an ornamental piece rather than a you know a warrior's dagger. So, uh, they were certainly functional. I'll give you that. But yes, it didn't seem like it was um, something you'd be using every day, kind of thing. Okay, and and I'm I'm pretty new to town, so that theater's here. He's like, well, it was. Um, it's burned down a little less than a year ago. Mm. Um, it's not been repaired or anything since then. It's just kind of been left. Not sure what's taken them so long to fix it, but a few of the buildings over in that area are also burned down. Gotcha. Okay. Well, like I said, the the dagger's why he came here, so um, what what would it take to, to make a piece like that? Is that a pretty bit of coin there? It's like, um, it wasn't a, uh, extremely difficult one to make, but it was certainly a uh, nice one. The gold and the uh, design inlays were quite nice. Um, were you looking for a price? Yeah, um, I was thinking, like I said, you know, I, I travel a lot. Nice to have something to be proud of. Um, either a dagger or um, do you guys work with bows too? He's like, uh, no, we don't do any woodworking, just metals. Ah, uh, okay. Okay. Um, yeah, so maybe just some ideas of uh, the dagger. He's like, um, well, it looks like they each cost about 200 gold apiece. 200, okay. Well, sometimes the, uh, the traveling life doesn't pay so well, so I don't think I could put anything down today, but... Um, I have a party I'm traveling with, and maybe I can stop back in. But um, I appreciate you giving me some info. Like I said, it looked like a really nice dagger. It's like, I, well, yes, it, it was certainly the one we were referring to. They, if I remember right, they were very nice daggers. Um, keep us in mind if you need any work. They Absolutely. Like and uh, one book. last question. Where where was the Burnt Down Theater? Uh, he says, well, it's actually past the Sun's Rise District. Beyond okay. the gray docks. 
this area over here, if you're looking at the map. Um, okay. This is down here. Um, it's not, it's abandoned for the most part. There's not a whole lot of people, there's no one really living there. Like I said, the theater burned down, some of the other buildings burned down as well. Interesting. Okay. Well, I appreciate the work. Um, you know, good luck on your business here, and I'm sure I'll be stopping in soon. It's like, all right, thank you very much, and have a great day. Thank you. Bye. All right. And then they're like, cheapskate. It's <laughs> <laughs> only <like> $200. <laughs> all right. And now we'll go to Steel Scar. You were making your way over where? To I was making to my way to the Goblin Gazette to talk, to, talk with Oscar. Okay. I'd say you make your way into the Goblin Gazette. Uh, you do you hear the the printing presses rolling, um, the loud sounds, see people down there on the floor working, um, and you make your way over to where Oscar and Amber's um, room, storeroom, whatever you want to call it is, um, and as you enter in, you can see they're both kind of taking a break, just talking. Um, as you enter in, Oscar looks up and is like, "I looks like we have company, my dear. And Amber turns around and is like, Oh, Steel Scar, good to see you, lad. What brings you by? Uh, I'm here to speak with Oscar on a, on a more serious matter, and I was wondering if I could have some moment of uh, your time. And Oscar, like, <laughs> nods, he's like, All right, out with it. What do you want to know? Uh... So, as you might have heard, there's a series of murders going around the city involving people losing their faces. So, we, we we have a bit of... They just people. lost them. <laughs> <laughs> They've lost their faces. Where'd it go? go? <laughs> uh, we have a bit of issue with one of the... Um, one of the details that was acquired was of a weapon, and I was wondering if you might be able to give me some insight on on this type of weaponry, or if you can lead me into a direction where I might inquire about it. First question, uh, do you only sell weapons to employees of the Goblin Gazette, or is it anybody can come here and buy anything from you guys? He's like, uh, we mainly just do business with those working for the Goblin Gazette. That is our primary job. Okay, so that'll make this, I guess that'll make this a lot uh, more complicated than, than I anticipated. So the weapon that was revealed to us that was used in this uh, series of murders was a dagger with a golden handle that happened to have some like inscription, us, some symbols on the side of it, although the the victims were not able to uh, identify them. But have you by any chance seen anybody carrying some fine daggers with like a metal, with like a gold uh, handle to them around town? Um. He thinks for a minute. He's like, "No, I don't. I can't say that I um, remember any daggers like that." Um, you know, it's a very big town, um, and I, I'm here most days. So no, unfortunately, I have not seen anything like that. All right. Um, 
Steel Scar would know that Levy went to the Ironworks Guildhouse and that uh, Elamir went to the Armed Arms, yeah, you right? Guys, you guys spoken. Okay. Spoken over. Um, so besides the Armed Arms or the uh, Iron Workers Guildhouse, would you say there's any other place I would be able to inquire about uh, this dagger? Maybe it was fabricated somewhere in in the in town. Uh, or are those many the other two places where any information could be obtained? He's like, um, well, you know, the only people in this town that I know of that um, would be able to make something of that quality, at least the way you're describing it, would probably be the, um, the brothers over at Armed Arms. Um, most other iron workers in this town are, you know, they're not making weapons or armor, it's, you know, pieces for um, a wagon or something like that. Uh, there's not a whole lot of weaponsmiths in this town. Um, so you, if I were you, I would maybe make my way over, over there to talk to Olaf and Kilaf, see what they have to say. Those are great. Yeah, I guess I'll have to uh, catch up with Elamir since I believe he headed that way. That's where you went, right, Elamir? The arms. Yes. Okay. Yeah. I guess I'll, I'll, I'll gather, I'll meet up with the rest of the guys and see what what they found on their end. But Oscar, I do appreciate taking time to help us with this case and any information that was, that you could have given would have been valuable. But I do appreciate your time. He kind of grunts in approval and he's like, always a pleasure. And they seem to go back to their conversation that they were having. Yeah, I, um, knowing that this uh, that this conversation basically let, let me know where I'm just going to go <laughs> and try to meet up with the guys. Okay. We're all meeting back at probably the Balding Bar. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that was a Balding Bar. So I just make my way to. Oh, actually, before I leave, I do. Uh, I do want to talk to. Uh, what was her name again? Ro. The wife. Amber. 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 I'm like, um, Amber. I had a. I had a quick question. The guy. What is it? Um, you. You're pretty adept with magics, correct? I like to think so, yes. Um, so, what, would you happen to know anything about, like, doppelgangers, or if they are able to use any kind of weird magic to make themselves look like people? Um, you know, unfortunately, I can't say I've had much experience with, uh, doppelgangers or any shape changers of that sort. Um, I mean, I will say powerful magic wielders do have the ability to change their form, but, um, as for doppelgangers, no, unfortunately, I don't know very much about them. So, sorry, I don't think I'm going to be of much help from that. Oh, well, I do appreciate the info, but... I, um, so, one last thing, um, um, I'm not the smartest person in our group, but I like to sometimes think of obscure or weird ideas, and would it be possible 
or any way that creatures like doppelgangers come from like different realms or something. Uh, she's like, well, yes, there are creatures that originate from different realms that make their way here into the prime material plane. Um, but again, I, I don't know very much about doppelgangers to give you an answer specifically about them. Okay, well, I appreciate your time as well. Uh, you two have a good day. Of course. I'll see you around. And I just head to uh, the balding bard. Okay. Looking defeated. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, so you guys make your way over there. You know, Levy gets there pretty quick. Um, same with Steel Scar. Elamir kind of takes a little bit longer um, to get there. I'd say at this point, probably about 4, 4.30. You can see some of the shops are starting to close down. Um, and as you guys enter in, same scene you always see at the Balding Bard. You know, it's it seems that the liveliness of that place is starting to build up as you all congregate inside. Is it, all right. is it livening up because we bring the party? <laughs> uh, <laughs> no, it seems the Balding Bard is a lively place to be. But we are a party. You are a party, yeah. that is true. Um, so I'm I'm pretty excited to share my news so kind of usher them to okay. a table in the corner alright um, so guys uh, I found out some news and I think it fits with some of the details we've heard so far but um, the brothers at the armed arms made 12 daggers with mm. golden hilts um, many years ago or I don't know how long ago you said they said one year ago one many one years ago um and uh it, it was for a successful launch of a theater um and if you remember i believe they said every story they they made some story slash theater references so i believe we've found uh an idea of who might be involved here hmm I kind of want to know more uh, about this theater. Yeah, so uh, I would too. Um, it's burned to the ground, uh, but it Ooh. sounds like it's south of the docks. Um, so I had an idea. Uh, we work for a newspaper. Um, perhaps they have some information about maybe like an archive um, where we'd be able to know like who was involved in the theater at that time. Same way with like, my friend. I, yeah. I completely agree. <laughs> Uh, so, I don't know if there is an archive or if we just gotta go ask Grogard. Okay. Yeah. Um, so we can, uh, grab supper first and then, and then head out. Don't want to fight on an empty stomach, you know, just in case. <laughs> just in case. Um, and then with the first murder, Sebastian, did that happen in the morning as well? Well, you were notified of it in the morning. Yeah. he was killed so. at night. Okay. I'm just trying to think if it's been two days in a row and two murders. And you do, you do know that it um, the, the work day is coming to a close, so if you're wanting to speak with Grogard or someone over the Goblin's Day, you'll probably want to make your way over there soon. 
Uh, how about we just talk to Gregor now, come and eat, and then we head to this theater that you j you mentioned that Lemire. Yeah, yeah, we might be on a clock here. I'd hate to say that a third person got murdered because we got dinner. <clears throat> but dinner. <laughs> all right, all right, all right, fine. fine. Let's order go. to go. <laughs> Give myself a doggy bag. Order to go. <laughs> Why not? Okay, so you guys are making your way over to the Goblin Gazette to speak with Grogard? Yes, please. Yes. Okay. All right, so you guys make your way next door to the Goblin Gazette. Um, enter in. Seems like um, the people are starting to filter out. You know, end of the day, you make your way upstairs. Um, you enter into Grogard's office. Looks like he's in the middle of packing up some of his things, getting ready to head out for the night. And he's like, ah! Good to see you, lads. Hope the investigation's going well. What brings you here? The investigation, and it is going well. Um, hopefully you can make it go better. So, um, we do have a lead. It seems that um, the murder weapon is a gold-hilted dagger, which sounds suspiciously similar to something the brothers at the Armed Arns made a year ago for a handful of people at the theater. Um which I'm told no longer is around. Do you happen to recall many details about that? He's like, I, I, yeah, oh gosh, I was doing a dwarven accent. <laughs> 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 He's like, um, give me a second, let me take a look, see what I can find. And he starts like digging through, he kind of like pulls out a long drawer in his desk and starts kind of filing through and he pulls out a, what looks to be a newspaper and he's like, well, it looks like we did a piece on it about a year ago when the, uh, the theater burned down. Um, they weren't ever really able to figure out what caused the fire. They thought that it was maybe a random strike of lightning or something like that may have started the blaze. Um, but yeah, the, the theater is still there. It didn't completely burn to ash, but it was unusable. Um, so... You know, and there's a bunch of politics in this town. And he kind of just seems a little pissed, and he's like, it takes a long time to get anything done. And it seems like that's getting in the way of getting this theater built up again. What information were you looking for about the theater? So the daggers were used to celebrate a successful um, running of a show. Uh, and so I'm wondering if we might have any context as far as who might have been like, directing or leading or even maybe some of the actors in town if they're still around and he's like huh. well believe it or not I am a bit of a fan of the arts um, <laughs> I used to visit the theater quite a bit uh, and yes the the play that they were commemorating at least you know I don't, I don't know anything about these daggers but I know the last play that they put on before um, it burned down was called The Soldier's Lament. Um, and it was written by a playwright here in, in Esserim, actually. And so it was a big draw. A lot of people went to go see it. You know, homebrew. Homebrew, good lord. Uh, you know, <laughs> hometown playwright writing don't play a lot of people wanted to go support it it was quite a success sure um who who wrote it um it was a playwright by the name of gellum was his name um 
It's kind of a, uh, what's the right word? He'd like to keep to himself, but he was a brilliant playwright. It was a quite enjoyable play. Okay. Um, well, as you might understand, uh, it's a pretty dangerous situation, so we might need to to find these people soon. Do you know if they're they're still around in town? Um, well, I believe most of the actors made their way out of town. There's no work here. Um, and unfortunately, uh, Gallum died in the, the fire. But as of this point, I don't know of any actors who might have hung around after that. Like I said, there's really no work here until that theater's um, up and running again. Elamir, you said that there was 12 daggers, right? Yeah, they, they said they made 12 of them, so I'm assuming probably for many people involved. Yeah, so, um... Stronger, how, how big was this play? Was it was it a huge cast, or was it like a smaller cast kind of thing? Um, it was a decent-sized cast, um, but as you know in plays, um especially with something that may have been that expensive. I, I don't know the cost of those daggers, but those gifts were probably given to some of the more crucial people to pulling off that play. Yeah, not... Exactly, exactly. Okay. Um, well, thank you. I don't... Uh, Elmer, do you have any more questions? I think at this point, we gotta check out the theater. Or, I, think we, uh... I think we need to go check out that theater area. We'll run it by Doring. I believe we all gotta go get try to see if we can find any clues in there as to who the killer is or a motive or something. We we probably should stop and let Captain Doring know just in case. I look at a. Uh, I look at them and I ask them, "Would it be wise to advise them? What if?" Uh, what if they try to send guards over there and kind of get in the way of our investigation? Um, I won't yes. make a decision, but I just thought I'd voice my opinion on that. I I also concur, but we did promise to let them know if we found anything. Yeah, I, but I guess technically right. we haven't found anything yet, so we're not really breaking a promise. Uh, well, yeah, that is true. I mean, this is a. Uh... This is probably the biggest lead that we've come across thus far with this whole murder spree. It's true. It's true. Um, All right. I said we go tell Captain Doring that he might have a little more insight on the whole theater fiasco since he does work as guard for the city. Maybe maybe he can give us a little bit about the event and like how the investigation went on what started the fire or something. Or yeah. who, was, who was involved with it. I think so. Okay. okay. So you guys Thank you, Grogger. Appreciate it. House or the guard's house? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. So Grogger's like, well, stay safe, boys. And he kind of... Thanks, Grogger. ...finishes packing up his stuff as you guys leave. Um, all right. So you head over to the guard house, which is right next door to the Goblin Gazette. Um, of course. <laughs> there's a little gap, but yeah, it's next to it. Uh, so They're guys, neighbors. They're neighbors. <laughs> you make your way up there. Um... And as you enter in, you know, you ask about uh, Captain Doring. And the woman that you had spoken to previously when you were looking for Captain Doring, it's like, um, he's, he's actually out right now. Uh, has a um, meeting somewhere over in the Guild's Way. 
Uh, again? Um, <laughs> he is the captain of the guard. Right, we just have critical information uh, that Very we wanted to speak to him that. about. Well, if oh, you sorry. need, I can, um, you can leave a note and I can deliver it to him when he gets in. Okay. Um, do you happen to know when he might be back? Uh, unfortunately, he's been gone a decent portion of the day, uh, and I'm not sure when he'll be back. Interesting, so he didn't come back after we saw him this morning. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> She's like, who okay. are you? Oh, you weren't talking to me. <laughs> no, no, I would. No, sorry, sorry. I don't want. I don't. I don't want to make mistake. No, it's fine. Um, no, I don't. I don't think we need to leave a note. This is something that needs to be kind of uh, for his ears only. Okay. Well, um, I'm sure he'll be back in the morning. You can Thank you. Him. Thank you. I think we're on our own, boys. Okay. Um. Yeah, let's do this. <laughs> um. Did you get a shotgun? Maybe. <laughs> he just does Where that motion. You guys are like, "What is that? What is what that?" Is that? <laughs> I think it's really oh, good. Oh, I'm 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 floating my wand. Uh. <laughs> he pulls out right, his like Eldritch Blast. Just lo- yeah, loading the loot. <laughs> I grab my blade through the same motion and I'm like, ow! <laughs> <laughs> All right. No, I don't do that. Come on. Um, so let's let's uh, <laughs> let's head over to Sunrise and go check out this theater. Okay. All right. So yeah, at this point, it's starting to get dark outside. Um, you can see the sun is beginning to set in the distance as the moon begins to rise. Um, so you guys make your way through the Merchant Quarter, across Storm's <coughs> Passage, through Sun's Rise, um, around the Grey Docks, and make your way over to this abandoned area, which I didn't actually get a chance to update the map, but it's actually called... Uh, got my um, OneNote's jacked up for some reason. It keeps messing up where I'm looking. Uh, sorry. You can call it the DM Hall. I'm just kidding. <laughs> there you go. Uh, I thought we had it. it. was called, like, the Twilight District, I believe. I'm not seeing it, but, yeah, it's the Twilight District. Uh, Call it Bollywood. Bollywood. There we go. <laughs> All right, so you guys make your way over to the Twilight District, which is over here. And, again, so it's 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 dark at this point. The, the moon is in the air, um, high in the sky. Um, wisps of clouds are making their way through. Uh, and so... Most of the buildings around are kind of smaller. It seems like they were maybe buildings that were built kind of dependent upon the theater being there. And once the theater burned down, you know, it didn't seem like there was much they could do. No business, really. Um, But the theater itself is kind of this building right here in the center. Um, And so as you guys approach, you see... And large building, multiple, you know, quite tall. Um, the outside is scorched in spots where some, uh, obviously it looks like a fire had burned. And even after, as long as it's been sitting here, you can tell that this place was burned down. Um, oh, I'm back. There you go. Um, parts of the building have collapsed, other pieces of it still remain. Um, but the structure, it, like the main structure itself is still there. 
Uh, would you say this is the biggest looking building in this area? Yes, it is. It is like the focal point of the Twilight District. Um, Got it. And so you see like these steps that kind of lead up toward the building and then there are a few entrances into the building. So um, I missed a lot of that, so sorry. You're fine. I was, just describing broke. I was just describing the building. Uh, basically, what you see is a large building, structure still intact, but kind of most of it has burned down, other than the primary structure, that, which is still there. You just see some steps that lead up and a few entrances into this building. Mm. If we go in, we probably want to proceed carefully. We don't know what we're stepping into. Yeah, I was going to say, I don't know if it's a perception check, but just see if I can kind of see anybody around or anything like that. Okay. Go ahead and make a perception check. Ooh, five. Five. Okay, yeah, you can't, from where you see, you don't see anyone around um, and you don't can't really get a good look inside from your where you're standing right now. Okay. Hmm. Um... Elimir, would you want to? Would you be able to like uh, kind of like sneak in there and see if you can kind of like scout out the area a bit? We'll yep, contact okay. you in a few minutes. Um, what up with a message or something and see what you see? I'm willing to do so. Um, okay. So, stealth check. <clears throat> we'll do seventeen. Seventeen. Okay. Give me a second. So you're going into the building. Uh, yeah, just trying to, like, peek into the entrance. Alright, so... Ooh, we have a map. We have a map. We have a map. That's I'm dangerous. I'm the map. That, yep. I'm the map. I'm the map. Uh, while he goes in and, and uh, tries to sneak in, I will stand up. Uh, at the ready with my sword next to uh, Levy in case anything okay. like out of nowhere just approaches us. Okay. Uh, Elamir, so go ahead. You roll a 17 stealth, you Correct. Alright, mm-hmm. so once you get in, make a perception check as well to see what you can see. Uh, 15. 15. Okay. So as you enter, what you can see is a large foyer. Oh, you know what I just realized? We're going to need to grab your guys' minis or your little guys, where would they be? They would be in the sewers. Let me grab them real quick. <laughs> <laughs> We're still there. They're still there. There's an alternate reality where we never left. <laughs> We're still in the, the gelatinous cube. Yeah, We're, we just the sewers. <laughs> We're, We're still killing gelatinous cubes, tallying up our... tallying up a debt. <laughs> yeah, okay. Oh, yeah, did we actually pay anybody for that? Because that took it out of our earnings. No, he they took, took it out of your that, earnings. Yeah, he took it out of our earnings because we didn't know about that. BM playing with our money. There we go. Okay, so I just brought all of your guys over here. Obviously, Elamir's the only one who's up there right now. Yeah. For right now, I'm just going to put your guys right there in the corner. And then we'll say Elamir has approached. All right, so Elamir, so you enter inside. Um... Just peeking your head in, what you can see is kind of like in these areas right here are just kind of the entrances, and they're just these large pillars, stone mm-hmm. pillars that are kind of holding up this kind of like you know grandiose archway. It's a theater, right? So it's it it looks the part, or it did at least. Um, and you're kind of standing in this large foyer, 
uh, and what you can see is, God, my mouse is all weird. You can see a. Let's try to do this right. Area right here uh, looks like an entrance into what you can only assume to be the primary, you know, theater area. Uh, you see what looks like was another entrance, but some of the rubble has fallen down and kind of blocked that. Um, what you can also see up to the top, you can see what looks like some pathway or something, but some rubble has fallen and also blocked that. Okay. Uh, and then down below, I'm sorry, I'm going to fix the map for everyone watching, uh, you also see another pathway, um, but you can't quite see what's there, but yeah, it looks like there's a wall in here. Let me just reveal this wall fully for you. There you go. So there's a wall right in front of you. So that's what you can kind of see. Okay. Um, any signs of lights, maybe like food, any, like just that people have been here recently? Uh, nothing that you were able to see. It looks okay. relatively abandoned. Okay. Um, can, would it be reasonable to beckon them in? Or would oh, yeah, I have you to like, can, you can like poke your head out and wave them in if you'd like. Uh, I can wave them in and just you know, hush tone today we can you know move up to the foyer okay sounds good thanks Elamir understood <laughs> all right so you guys move up are you moving quietly or are you just moving up yeah uh, I'll, I'll roll okay yeah we're, we're, we're moving quietly go ahead and roll a stealth check then mm, natural 20 wow. wow let's go look at that I have a 17 17 okay so you guys all move up you know, you run up the steps and make your way inside, and you guys see what Elamir has seen here. Um, what would you guys like to do? Hmm. So... Uh, yeah, just know that I can't whisper in the voice I make, so anything I say, <laughs> just just think that I'm whispering to that's, them, right? That's fine. Because <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of hard to talk. Like, it's pretty low. Just, um, like, move really far away from your mic. <laughs> No, but then um, the here. Can, um, so. can I try to signal the steel scar to make his way like here or here, and I'll keep my bow drawn at the entryway? Yeah. So you can I move up there. I nod, and I I will move like around here. Up to these there. are walls, right? Yeah. yeah, that's a wall. Okay. Yeah, so I'll be up to these walls then. Okay, go ahead and roll another self check as you move up. 18, 19, uh, twenty, not natural. Okay. So yeah, you make your way up, and where are you looking? Are you looking at this, like, this up here, or are you looking in inside? I want to look, I want to take a up here inside. Okay. So go ahead. So and basically, roll. I'll be, like, right there. Yeah, go ahead and roll a perception check. See what you can see. Perception. Okay. Ah, oh, crap. That's only a 12. Oof. Okay. Um, so no bonuses. <laughs> What you can see, looking inside, um, bits of moonlight are kind of making their way in from the holes in the ceiling above. What you're able to kind of make out is uh, not a ton, but you can see what look like just kind of a mass of just like benches, like, you know, the places people would be sitting um, just kind of seem to be scattered about in the area. And far off in the distance, it looks like, you can't quite tell, but it looks like, and you, based on your knowledge of what a theater would be, you assume that the, the main, you know, the stage is kind of up 
in this direction. Oh, sorry, I'm not in the not in my clicky thing. Just up in this direction up here is okay. somewhere around here. You can't quite make it out. That's fine. Um, I, I whisper to, to the guys behind me. And Does the room itself look empty, though? From what you can tell, yeah, it looks empty. All right, so I'll whisper to I mean, other than uh, the, the giant things on the ground. No, no, yeah, yeah, the, but I mean, like, you're not there's seeing like, like 40 people. Just, yeah, there's not just people standing about in the room, from what you can tell. All right. Uh, so it looks like the room up ahead is... <clears throat> you cut out, I assume you said empty. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I, 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 had, I had to clear my throat. I don't want oh, no problem. anybody hear <laughs> me. Uh, it, it seems the room up ahead might be empty. Um, the stage itself is also up ahead if we want to push up and if and see anything. Let's take a quick peek towards uh, towards our south. Just uh, just to see if there's anything over that way, since we kind of have an idea what's what's in front of us. See if there's anything off to the south, real quick, and then I'd say we would could proceed and see which one like would have a better option. All right, uh, hearing that, I will start making my way over here. Then I guess I have to roll stealth again. Yep, go ahead and roll another stealth. All right. Oh, that's actually car. So... I just imagine like a giant steel car tiptoeing around. <laughs> I try. I mean, what'd you get? I rolled a. Uh, I rolled a 17 total. Okay. Alright, so yeah, you're able to move down. You feel relatively quiet. Um, are you all making your way down there, or just Steel Scar? Uh, I'd say we'd probably... I think Elamir would be still, like, holding his bow, and I'm kind of okay. hanging the back. You're hanging back. Okay, yeah. so Steel Scar, uh, what you do is you kind of peer around this corner, and you can see... Yeah, I want to see over here. ...leading up. Yeah, let me reveal this. So okay, so that's... That's all I see up to a, like a, a different floor. Yeah, you yeah, can't quite make like it out. Seating. All right. Uh, if would I be like in range to kind of look up and try to you could peek get anything out? You could walk up there a few steps and kind of get a peek. No, 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 no. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna push it that far. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so I just let them. I just like let them know that there's. Uh, we have. Uh, we can go up a floor if you guys want, or push into the actual mm. uh, stage itself. Your call, guys. It might be it might be beneficial to uh, to go upstairs first in case you know if there's someone up there and we go out into the middle of the floor, then they have advantage. They have like advantage, good vantage point on all of us, which could put us in a sticky situation. We don't really want to get caught by surprise. So as you guys are having this conversation, you're sitting there talking, you suddenly hear and see in what seems to be the main theater hall a loud boom of this music that begins to play as the room in there seems to light up around the area. And Elamir, what you're able to see from where you are is you're able to see the stage up here. And you see a long curtain that's kind of drawn all the way across the room. And in your heads, you guys begin to hear 
a low laughter. <laughs> welcome, welcome to the grand finale. Oh God, oh God. Please. They kill people in the endings. Make oh, your way no. inside, my heroes. I have been waiting for you. I mean, he knows we're here, so element surprise. Oh, yeah, I look so. at them. We proceed openly. All right. <laughs> I uh, make your way. I'll, I'll move in front of the party and and okay. try to proceed in first. So you, With my uh, my sword is drawn out, and I am yep. I proceed in front of right. both of them. So Should we do like you... a flying V, like so ducks fly together? <laughs> oh my god, what is this, the mighty ducks? As you enter in, this is what you can see. You see this full room where this looks like, you know, this is where the theater, this is where the theater was, and you just see this large red curtain that's kind of dragged across this stage. The you see, It seems like these lights that... You know, you're getting sunlight, or I'm sorry, moonlight coming in, but it just seems there are a few torches that are lit now around this room and kind of up near the stage that are kind of illuminating the whole place. Um, and the voices come closer. Please enter. Who are you? I want to call out and say, Who are you? You will find out soon. Oh, Steel Scar, you go first. I'm scared. <laughs> <laughs> I, I I do proceed into in first, like behind these chair, these uh, seats oh, over wait. here. Steel Scar, be inspired. <laughs> <laughs> what do you say to inspire him? Steel Scar, block me with your body. <laughs> <laughs> I already do that. Thanks. Go. Nice. That, that's that's my inspi inspiring words for him. That's All a right. D6, right? So my yeah, D6. Uh, All right. That's it's, it's a for D6. ten minutes. Just the next good. ten minutes. All right. So you guys are making your way in, or are you staying out? Uh, I'm definitely going in. Okay. Just where are you guys? Him. Where are you guys moving to? <clears throat> well, it depends on how far in he moves. So I'll move like up to here. Most. Okay. Then I'd probably stay back like here-ish. Right. Probably I'd probably stay in the doorway just in case. Um, quick question: How? dark is it in here besides the uh, lights it's, it's enough that you can kind of see what's going on you can see the you can make out the whole room um is that what you're looking information you're looking for yeah i um before anything happens is would there be like at on the roof could we see things like chandeliers or anything like that or but you can look up you do see a large chandelier that is Can I try to peer up there and see if I see anybody up there? Because we don't see anybody on stage, right? No, you don't see them on stage. Go and roll a perception check. Alright. Oh, come on. That's a three. Yeah, you know You can't really make out much other than the chandelier above you guys. I need um, more grid rolls, die. I don't want to <laughs> put you in jail. And then you, uh, so then you hear this kind of like scraping noise as the, uh, As the curtains begin Ooh. to roll back. Ooh, fancy. 
Ooh. The M with the fanciness. And you guys are able to see more of the stage. You're able to see... That's a dead uh, body. What looks like... <laughs> two buildings up there. <clears throat> and you, you, know, you see something laying in between the two buildings. Um, and this, though it's not a perfect reconstruction, looks very similar, eerily similar to where Sebastian was murdered. <clears throat> can, we, guys... can I see who the body is? Or is oh, that a body? So as you move in, you can just hear the voice once again say... Leviticus. I've been waiting for you and your friends to arrive. I must admit it took you all much longer than I expected. Much longer than I had hoped. But, as with any good play, suspense is the key to keeping your audience entertained. Let me say, I have been entertained by your performance. Hmm. But who are you? What? Who am I? That is a good question. A question that maybe you will get to know. But know this, Leviticus and his friends. I have been watching you. Watching you for many days now. You may not have known it. You may not have sensed it. But I have been so close that I could reach out and touch you. But I did not. For that would ruin my masterpiece. Our grand finale. Are you prepared? Are you ready? Do we have a choice? I touch one of the I touch one of the like one of the seeds to cast light on it so we can illuminate this area even better so, to give us better sight of the whole place. Okay. Oh, and then I wanna because like you said it's kind of dark in here, right? Mm-hmm. Well, it's enough that you can enough that you can kind of see what's going on. So yeah, I just want to touch one of the one of the seats around us so I could place the the cantrip light and. Uh, illuminate this place even more, giving us better vision of things. Okay. And I want to look over to Elamir and be like, Elamir, may your aim be true, and insp- give him Bardic Inspiration as well. <laughs> Alright. Gee, thanks. Uh, and so, as you guys are standing there, you can see what looks to be this figure that makes its way around the uh, thing. Normally, it begins to walk up. <clears throat> Um, and it's just standing up here. It's like, shall we begin our grand finale, my friends, my heroes? Fine. But why are <laughs> you doing this? <laughs> Let's do this then. Very well. And you just watch as he turns and throws. Uh, make a perception check real quick, everyone. Cool. Oh, perception? <laughs> oh, come on. I got a two. I got an eight. Eight. Twelve. Okay. 
uh, Elamir, you're able to see really quick that he throws this kind of gold dagger off to the side as this, um, you hear something kind of snap, and suddenly, uh, what you guys look up above you and you see the large chandelier oh. that Fieldscar had spotted comes falling down. No! Now you can see it. Uh, I try to roll out of the right way. Down. Everyone make a uh, dexterity saving throw. Oh no. Yes! Ooh. 21. 21, okay. Yeah. 17. 17. Six. Oh Six. no! Alright. Uh... I'm not under it though. <laughs> No. Oh, it's much bigger than that, you're, right? You're close, though. Enough to be caught in its blast. Uh, so, the chandelier falls down. You guys all try and dodge out of the way. So, Elamir and um, Steel Scar are able to dodge out of the way. So, you guys are going to take four bludgeoning damage as this thing falls down. And then, uh, Levy, you are going to take nine bludgeoning damage as just pieces oof, of oof, the chandelier oof. go flying off onto sides. Um, everyone roll initiative. All right. Eleven. Nineteen. Second. What'd you get, Levy? Ten. Ten. Okay. Can you describe what the person looks like, or are we not close enough? Uh. From what you can tell, um, actually, roll a perception check so you can see. Ooh, finally, more than a 10. Um, <laughs> I got a 18. 18. Okay, give me one second. Right? It's done. They got. He said they. Uh, so what you can see is that you see this kind of ashen gray figure. Um, the eyes you can kind of see look to be that white that was described to you. Um, and the, the body looks like you, you're seeing this weird like potching or something on the body. You're not quite sure exactly what it is. It looks like there was some wound or something just all along one side of the body. And even on the face, like a burn. Uh, you can make a medicine check to see if you think that's what it would be. Sure. Definitely don't think that. What'd you get? Uh, a five. Five. Yeah, you're not. You're not certain exactly what it could be. Um, but at this point, the first to act is Steel Scar. But oh wait, I'm sorry, Steel Scar, you're not the first to act. Not even with the 19? No, no, no. Oh, no. <laughs> You're dead before we even start combat. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's uh, a quick death. All right, you guys. Yeah, so actually, Steel Scar, you are up. Uh, but we, as this happens, you the, the figure up in front of you kind of stands up, kind of like, it's very dramatic, this the figure up on the front. You see him just kind of stand up and just kind of straighten their posture and just kind of, like, prepare themselves. 
So Steel Scar, you are up now. Alright, uh, and you said I saw the figure behind stand up? No, the the figure up on the stage. The okay. Assuming was the baddie. To you, the baddie is... Um... Do you need to move your roll 20 over a little bit? They're just kind of, they seem to stand straighter than where, how they were standing. What do you want to do? I will. Hold on. Oh no, I don't have enough. Um, I'm going to start out by pushing forward 30 feet. So, okay. 10, 20. I guess I can only make it to the foot of the, uh... Yeah, so that's, that is a raised spot on the stage, so you're gonna have to make an um, athletics check to see if you can pull yourself up there. Is it really high, or is it, like, kind of low? Uh, it's, it's decent, because, you know, you're, you're looking up on the stage. I'd say it's probably about five, six feet up. You're gonna have to pull yourself up. But, All right. uh... I'd say, though, you get to the base of it. So okay, I get so. You're gonna have to go. No, I'm, I'm gonna use my actions to push forward all the way to him. Okay, go ahead and roll a. Uh, so go ahead and roll an athletics check to so you can pull yourself out. Oh, no problem. Oof, 25. 25. All right, you pull yourself up and you charge right toward this figure. Yep, and I can't do anything else anymore because I <laughs> already used my action to move. So <laughs> my turn. All right, so but I, I I am up with, next to him like close quarters combat. Yeah. So at the end of your turn, the uh, the figure pulls out the dagger that he threw seems to be back in his hand as he just reaches out and stabs at you. Oh no! Rolls a eighteen. That hits. That hits. Okay. Yeah. So you you're going to take six points of piercing damage as he's, the dagger just sinks right through your um, armor. And as you get closer, you can see a better, you get a better look at this figure. Like, the, the well, you can, as you're closer, you can tell that it is a burn. And it just seems to kind of be all over their face and their mouth seems to also just have been completely charred and burned away. Does this person look human? No, not at all. They look gray and almost alien to you. Just oh, humanoid, but not a human or anything you've really seen before. Alright, fair enough. Alright, next up is the figure. Uh, oh no! How? He just hit me got a free attack? <laughs> uh, some may say he is a legendary creature. Gross. Oh, Alright, no. so... First attack he's going to make against you uh, is a natural 20. <laughs> Bye, Seal Scar. <laughs> sure, um, can attack. I use cutting words? Uh, uh, what's the range on that? Uh, 60 feet. 60 feet. Uh, that's enough. You can. Uh, yeah, I want to use cutting roll. words on it. All right. So go ahead and use it. Oh, to roll a D6. I threw it off the table. Uh, I rolled a six. A six. Okay, so that'll bring it down to 14. What's your AC? My AC is 15. 15. Okay, but 
Actually, with all his modifiers, it is more than... It was a natural 20, but then with the modifiers, it was a 26, so it's still going to hit. Oof. All right. Go ahead. All right. So he reaches out his dagger and stabs at you again, and he's going to deal um, six points of piercing damage to you again. Okay. Uh, and then he is going to use his turn to step back from you. Would I get an opportunity attack? Uh, you try to swipe at him, but he seems to move rather quickly, and you, you're, you miss, and he kind of backs up. And as he gets to the end of this, he throws his dagger at you. Uh, with a 20, not natural. Oh my god. And god. you take uh, four points of piercing damage as the figure dashes behind this prop on the stage. Alright. I see what you did there. That's fine. <laughs> Get rid of all the range. Yeah. Right. Uh, next up is Elamir. Okay. Um, do I see anything hanging above him? <laughs> uh, roll a perception check see what you can see. Uh, six. Six. Uh, yeah, you're not fully able to see uh, anything that like looks like you. I'm assuming you want to like shoot something that would fall down on him, kind of thing. Yeah, kind of uses okay. his own trick against him. Yeah, you don't really see anything, and you actually can't see him behind this building, so you don't actually know where he is. Kind of disagree too. Okay. Um, I think in that case. Um, can I move? I'll, I'll move here, and then do I have pretty good cover behind this It'll be pew, like, it'd be whatever a, it is? I'd say probably about half cover you can get behind it. It's kind of destroyed, but you can find some cover there. Okay. Um, I will do that, and then there's not really much else I can do uh, without getting too close, so I think I'll just kind of hunker down. And so, Levy, before you go, um, the figure, you hear it in your head. Um, actually, you guys see as the figure does go dash in this direction. Behind the curtain. And seems to disappear off screen. Um, so, Levy, though, as this is happening, actually, all of you hear this as you hear the voice in your head again say, does this scene look familiar to you? This is when we first met. This is when you became the heroes in my story. But you were not able to save that poor soul. But you can blame you. You didn't know what you were stepping into. Levy, you're up. Okay. Um... Well, he ran that. He ran down towards here, right? Yep, he ran down that direction. Yeah, exactly. So I kind of want to. I want to run here. So I guess I'll. Uh, oh God, get off. Roll. So I'm gonna run up here and kind of like hunker down behind the stage. Okay. And um, since I can't see where he is, could I just like blind fire a uh, an eldritch blast, kind of where I think he might be going? Sure. Where do you want to? Like, like, like here-ish. Okay. Good roll. A attack. 
say at disadvantage. To just shooting. Uh, well, I have a natural 20 and a 10. So, but my 10 is plus 6, so 16. Okay. So you shoot as the Elder bat Blast just kind of like darts off and kind of fizzles out right here near the, uh, what is, I'm sorry, you could see this. Let me reveal it. You might have wanted to change what you're going to do. Sorry. Oh. From your ankle. So you're able to see oh. yeah. Got it. Probably would have So I probably would have shot like towards the yeah, curtain. Yeah, you probably would have done something else. That was my bad. Uh, let me reveal the rest of this up here. There we go. Um, yeah, so you're able to see <clears throat> that curtain there. Um, I don't know. What would you do? You want to shoot it somewhere else? He said. Yeah, it would probably have just been like through the curtain, like where okay. I, because I figured he would have gone yeah, behind we'll the curtain. We'll use the same so. rolls. Yeah, so you shoot it over there. It kind of goes past the curtain. You don't hear anything. You're not certain. And then I want to use a bonus action um, and cast a level two um, healing word on Steel Scar. Ooh. Go ahead and roll. So gonna take my two d4s come on oh my god double ones <laughs> uh, so i have i uh get healed for six hey okay and is the dagger around anywhere or do we not see did he take it with him uh the, oh the dagger seemed to as it like embedded itself into steel scar it pulled itself back into the guy's hand as he darted interesting I saw that, right? When when I was in front of him, how it like uh, reappeared in his hand? Yeah, you saw it as it reappeared in his hand. All right. Are we still considered in combat, or...? You are still in combat, yeah. So... Okay. Um, at this point, it is going to be... Back up to Steel Scar's turn. All right, so... I want to push up to this body and does this body look freshly dead or? Uh, so it looks, it doesn't, as you get closer, you can tell it's not like a real body. It seems to be it's supposed to look like a body. Okay. Um, but there is no like, nothing that makes it stand out, right? Just, just normal like fake body there. Yep, yeah, it's, again, it seems to look like some stage prop that's used to look like a body. Alright, I want to make, uh, I want to make my way over here, using the rest of my movement. Over where? Sorry. Okay. And I want to look over here, and I want to see, do I see anything back here? So what you can see over there is you see a set of steps leading up. What about behind me? Could I also end up seeing back here? Sure, you can take a peek over there. Uh, Since I'm already on this side, I could like look behind me and look forward. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so what you see over there too, or you can just see a set of steps as well. You see a set of steps over there as well. All right, and these set of steps, do they go both go down or up, up or? Okay, so I just yell at them. Uh, it looks like the stairs go up, so should we pursue towards the next floor? Let's pursue. Let me touch you, though. Oh, my <laughs> God. 
I I will uh for now I'll just hold an action to uh attack if I do see hey uh this creature come near me again. Okay. Alright. <clears throat> and Alright, so at that point, uh Steel Scar. Which race again? It's 15? F- 15. Alright. That's a lot of rolls. That is a <laughs> lot of rolls. Legendary creatures are no joke. So, as you're standing there, looking around, you see these steps. You just hear a quickly out of the corner of your eye, as the same dagger comes flying down from above you, and it just embeds itself in your shoulder. You take another four piercing damage. As you just hear this loud ah. laughter. <laughs> Dude, you're a pincushion. Right? Please, heroes, don't disappoint me. I have waited so long for this moment. Alright. That's the end of his turn. Um, next up is Elamir. Um, do I, can I could I have seen what just happened? Um, you heard El- or Steel Scar let out a little. <laughs> so yes, you're aware. Okay. I don't sound like that, Cart. This. <laughs> <You're> right, sorry. Sound <clears throat> like you. <clears throat> there you go. Could I? Could I look up and do I see like a catwalk of any sort? Uh, roll a perception check. Oh man, be better. Uh, <laughs> a seventeen. Okay, yeah, you do see a catwalk up above you. And do I see him on this catwalk? Uh, you can't make out a figure or anything on the catwalk, but you do see a catwalk. Okay. Um, I think... Where where would be, like, under the catwalk? Um, so the catwalk, basically, there's a bunch of it up on the stage. It's difficult. To, I can't, really, like, overlay it onto the map. But there's a bunch of no, it it's... that overlays on the stage, and then it kind of snakes along the sides. Okay. And it makes it play all the way back to the um, end of the theater over here. Um, I think I'll move here. Okay. And if I need to do an athletics. Um, and no, on that side, there are some steps that allow you to get up on the stage. Okay, cool. So I'll kind of like hide behind this curtain and I'm keeping an eye okay. upward. All right. Um, so at this point... Levy, what's your AC? Uh, 14? 14. 14. Okay. You hear this kind of the same sound you heard that as the dagger hit Steel Scar, you hear as you just get impaled by this dagger in your shoulder, you're going to take um, five points of piercing damage. As the dagger. Can I try and do a reaction to uh, grab the dagger while it's embedded in me? Uh, I would say no. Okay. It's too quick. It hits you and immediately pulls out and goes denied. Fly up into the air. Okay. Can we see what direction it flew? Uh, so it flew. You can see what direction it flew. Actually, make a perception check to see if you're able to see where it went. Uh, twenty-two. Oh, you were looking, or was you asking about? Uh, oh, I, I rolled Whatever. as well. I rolled a. I would say just Levy, since he's the one. Okay. Got the hit. I got stabbed. 
23. Okay, so you see it kind of arc up in this direction over here. Into okay. the catwalk above you. Okay. Um, and so at that point, it is we're back at the top. Um, and then you hear the voice again say, That was our first meeting. But our second meeting was a bit more interesting. I believe it is time for a scene change. And you guys watch as the all the props that are on the stage begin to move and shift around as everything begins to move. Give me one second. There probably is, but we're amateurs. Let's see if I did this right. Or if you like put it all in like the same layer or something like that. No. Hold on. Oh, I know why. This is sitting on this on the camera. Yes, it is. What? Interesting. Interest. Oh, it's a bar. bar. Which <gasps> bar? We've drank so much. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. I is is this hook? The hook. The shady bar. All right. So let me see exactly what you guys can see. Okay. So as this happens, though, uh, Steel Scar and Elamir. What I need both of you to do for me is make a dexterity saving throw. Come on, man. Nice. 20. Uh, 19. Okay, so you guys are each going to take four points of bludgeoning damage as the pieces of this new... It, it seems like this guy put a lot of work into this as the pieces just seem to kind of be pulled off from the side and are yanked out onto the stage here as you guys are having to dodge out of the way as they are just narrowly missing you guys. Um, and he's like, the second time we met was at a little tavern called the Broken Dagger Inn. Leviticus, I must say, I was very disappointed. I may be a bad person, but you've made a deal with the devil. It's a matter of perspective, really. (laughs) (sighs) And he's like... Never mind. He'll wait. (laughs) He's not going to respond to that one. He's waiting. (laughs) All right, so at that point, Steel Scar, you are up. All right. Um, I think Steel Scar... I'm gonna, I'm actually gonna back up from this, from here. Uh, so yeah, these props are currently around you, so you're gonna have to step over them. No, nah, that's fine, that's fine. Uh, I'm gonna try to push myself back, now that I've seen that the uh, props have uh, actually moved, mm-hmm. and get myself into like safer, safer ground in case they move again. Okay. So I'll move, I'll move here, and I guess I'll push, uh, 
I'll push my stuff all the way to the edge using my my actual action to move. Okay. So you get off to the edge of the. Yeah. I'll stay right here. Uh, do. Oh, I can't help but get up because this end of my action. But that's it for my action. Okay. For my turn. And at the end of your turn, you hear the same sound that you've heard multiple times as the dagger comes down and stabs you once again, dealing four piercing damage. Jesus Christ, you doing okay there, buddy? The voice just says, I must say, I've waited a long time for this, and you are disappointing me. What type of heroes are you? Well, you're the type that tries to hide. Come down and face us if you want us to act like heroes. I don't know. I, I retaliate to what he says. He's here. I'm chuckling in your head. <laughs> All right. Next up is... All right. So at this point... You guys see as he comes rushing out from over here. Wait. Oh, I, it might be kind of late, but he stabbed me, right? Yes. Could I have also tried to see where the blade ch- uh, moved back up to? You could have, but I, mean, I don't know how much helpful it would have been to you because he's right here. That's, oh, that's he's down here now? Yeah, oh, yeah he ran down the stairs. He ran down the steps. Okay. There we go. Alright, so he gets right there and uh, he once again pulls out that dagger and throws it at Steel Scar. It's uh, gonna be a 19 to hit. That hits. And a 25 to hit. That also hits. Alright, you can take six points of piercing damage and uh, eight points of piercing damage. Oh crap! Okay, it got real. As he, you see him dart this direction to so make sure I get the count of that. Switch back and forth between stuff. Actually, wait, no, I don't want to do that. Sorry, I'm talking to myself. Um, yes. Okay, so that's his turn. So he's standing there right now. All right. Next up is Elamir. All right. I'd like to shoot him with an arrow now that I see where he's at. Okay. <laughs> yeah, okay. Go ahead and make uh, him rolled a sorry it's been so long since we've done combat which modifiers am I adding? dex and proficiency bonus I thought this told me D&D Beyond will tell you if you equip your weapon yeah yeah okay Uh, yeah that's what I was looking for 19 alright that is a hit okay um so gotta get organized sorry um, so we'll do the 1d8 plus 4, which is a 12. And then I would like to do my planar warrior and do an extra 1d8. Okay. Uh, which is 4. So, so 16 total. 16 damage. Okay. So 
Um, Elamir, you pull out your arrow and you just shoot it, pissed off at this guy who just keeps running about as it just, he tries to deflect it with his dagger, but it just kind of embeds itself right in his shoulder and he kind of like, you can just see like, even though he doesn't have a face, you can just kind of see his eyes kind of, you know, focus on you for a second. Oh, damn. Um, So at that point, it is Levy. You're up. I cast Heat Metal on his dagger. Okay. Uh, what does that require? Sixty feet range, concentration. Okay. And takes any creature in physical contact takes two d8 fire when I cast a spell. So he has to make constitution saving throws so he continues to hold on to it. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right, so we're going to roll the damage. Okay. Uh, eight damage. Eight damage, okay. And then I'm going to cast Healing Word on as a bonus action. On, oh, I can't do that because it's two spells. Yes, uh, all right. I can use it. Um, yeah, he has I can to use make it. a constitution save to see if he continues to hold on to the dagger. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that is a golden 18. It's going to be a 20. I'm assuming that succeeds. I don't have a save or anything like that, so. But it would be whatever your spell save is. Oh, 16? So, so or 14? He succeeds. Yeah. So, so he holds on so to he it? He continues to hold on to it. But then I can still do damage to it. You can, yeah. I mean, okay. Yeah. That's fine. Um, So at the end of of your turn, Levy, he is going to dash this direction. Right here. Uh, And then we're back at the top with Steel Scar. Uh, But before that happens... It's a lair action. Oh boy! <laughs> All right. So again, you guys watch as it seems like this. This he. It seems just be feeding into something that he's been waiting for for so long as he just seems to stand up straight and just lets out this loud, loud laugh. You can't hear it, but it's in your head. Just <laughs> very theatrical guy. And as he says that, he's like, I can see the confusion on your face, so let me enlighten you. I have spent my days working on a play that would be remembered for all time in this city. I once had one, but a fateful disaster stole it from my hands. So I decided to create a new play, and I would need some heroes to take part in that play. And that's where you came along. And I've been waiting for you, watching as you hunted me down. <laughs> You're already drawing, see how far you can get. <laughs> so please, don't disappoint. Let it be a legendary performance. Alright, so Steel Scar, you're up. 
You're muted. I see. I was thinking we can move diagonally in this direction to reach him, right? You can. You're gonna have to move around that table, though. Or, no, no, that's or... fine. Yeah, yeah. I just wanna. I just wanted to move up to him so I can attack him. Okay. So I want to move like right. I want to move right. I believe I can make it here up to him. I should still be able to hit him from here, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. <sighs> so, right, so you actually need you to make an athletics check see as you climb over that table. Alright, nope. Oh, oh, that fell to the floor. Uh, Remember, you have your inspiration. Athletics. Yeah, you, oh yeah, I do. Just in, huh? case. Just in case. Athletics. Oh, that's not bad. That's 19. 19? Okay, you make it. And then I, uh, with both, uh, with my weapon in my hand, two-handed, I'm gonna, I'm gonna roll to attack it. Okay. I will, uh, hold on. That. Yeah, so I'm gonna I'm gonna Alright, so I'm gonna just roll to attack him. I on on your turn when you score a critical hit with a melee weapon or reduce a creature to zero, you can make one minute before you Sorry, what are you doing to using your... Great Weapon Master. Okay, are you using your fighting spirit thing or no? No. Okay, okay, seriously. So okay, go for it. <sighs> Come on. Natural 20, baby. Okay. Oh my god. Go ahead and roll the so, Alright, uh, do I roll like... Would it be 6? Uh, 4d6 or do I double it just? No, just double it. So roll okay. and then double. Alright, so... Okay. How many? Six. Uh, it, it'll be so two, it's two d six. Six, but then oh, multiply okay. it by two. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Six, eleven, twenty-two, twenty-three, twenty-four, twenty-five, twenty-six okay. damage for that first hit. And I do have uh, I ha- I do have this uh, feature that if I score a critical hit as a bonus action, I can hit him again for a samurai warrior. Okay. Go ahead and roll again. Yeah. So I'm gonna as a bonus action I get to hit him again. Trap him up. Uh 15. This one is just a normal attack though. Okay. So 15 plus 6, 21 to hit. That's a hit. Alright. So 2d6 plus 4. Uh 9, 10, 11, 12 uh damage total on him. Okay. I'm gonna use my action action search to hit him again. Wow! All right, warriors, because I am pissed the frick <laughs> off. I mean, you have been stabbed multiple times. Uh, uh, twenty, not nat. Okay, that's a hit. All right, and again to oh, nice. 12, 13, 14, 15, 16 damage total. Okay, wow, that was quite a bit of damage. Uh, I'll make sure we that. Is it 18? Uh, yeah, 18 for this last hit. No, 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 no. For this last hit, it's 16. Sorry, 16. 16. Okay. All right. All right, so yeah, you hit him. So you run up. You're just so pissed. And you just swing at it. He tries to move away. You just catch him, like, right in the shoulder. And just, you can feel, like, the bone breaking. And you expect him to be pissed, but he looks just elated at you attacking him. 
you pull back again and you attack him again and you just dig it right into the same spot and he looks is looking hurt but he is still standing oh oh wait 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 on the um on the sorry 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 i i messed up something on one of my attacks i think you hit a hot key to hide roll 20 by the way did i yeah but um so on that on that first damage that i did with the great weapon master add 10 more damage to that because it's also plus 10 more to that attack i didn't add that there we go Oh, I'm sorry, what was that? What'd you say? Add 10, so you did an extra 10 because of the Great Weapon Master? Yeah, because I didn't add that to any of my damages. Okay. Jeez. All right. Great Weapon fighting is amazing. If you can get the combo, yeah, it's good. All right, so... Yeah. Oh, God. I just destroyed everything on my screen. Sorry, give me a second. That was... I was like... I was praying to... Mm-hmm. to the benevolent art D&D gods to bless me. <laughs> and it came good. Uh... So you were saying that he, he's looking at me excited sorry. or smiling? Yeah, sorry. I think the stream might have frozen. I'm just checking it. Never mind. It's frozen on my thing. Okay. It yeah, so he, you heard him. He yeah. looks... Yeah. You, you heard him good, but yeah, he's still alive. Um, I'm trying, sorry, I'm trying to get my back to my place. I lost everything. Okay, so it's back to his turn, and he just looks at you, and he's like... You can hear it, and he's like, Good, this is what I was hoping for. A grand finale to my masterpiece. And, alright, so on his turn, he is going to... So at the end of your turn, what he's going to do is he attempts to grapple you. Alright, so that's a contested strength, right? Yes. Strength or athletics? Uh, so or you just can strength? do athletics or acrobatics, it's not just strength. Alright. No, that's fine. Uh, Add the d6 if you need it. I think I will, because I should still have it. Just one, right? One d6? Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's fine. Uh, 23? 23. Yeah. He beat you. Alright, so he is able what? to grapple you. <laughs> And as he grapples you, you watch as his form takes on your form, and he looks exactly like you. Um, so I need Levy and Elamir to make perception checks. 22. I did a 19. Okay, so you guys are not sure who is who at this point. Oh my god. So he has grappled. You just saw him grapple Steel Scar and kind of like move. You got they kind of rustled around, and now you can't quite tell which one is which. Hmm. And so that was okay. the end of Steel Scar's turn. And so now on his turn, you watch as he um, is going to this direction. Steel Scar, you're going to get to make a attack of opportunity against him. Awesome. Oh, yeah, it's just a regular attack. That's fine. Uh, 20, uh, 21 to hit. That's a hit. Alright. 12 damage total. Okay. So you hit him. 
he continues to move and he darts up these steps. And you guys don't see him. He moved up the stairs, guys. Alright, and so now it is actually uh, he is going to attack. So Elamir does a Oh by the way, um sorry, he has disadvantage on if he's holding that dagger still. Okay, he has advantage, so it's just So just normal then. Yep. So what's your AC, Elmir? 15. Okay, so he throws the dagger and it kind of like lands next to you and then flies back up as he throws it again and it's going to hit you with a 20. Doesn't he take damage just for holding it on his turn? Oh, uh, I have to use a bonus action yeah, he has for damage. To use his turn. Oh, okay. Uh, so you're going to take 7 piercing damage. That's alright. Could this by just perchance, could this by any means be considered elemental since the blade is hot? Mm. What do you try and do? I have an absorb elements skill. Uh well the damage that you're taking is not elemental, it's just from the dagger. Okay. The only time the just dam- to make sure. dagger deals damage from being heated is when Levy intentionally does it. Okay, and you said seven? Yes. Okay. Just exploring opportunities. <laughs> hey, it's, it's always good to ask. You never know what you can get away with. Oops. All right. Uh, so next up is uh, actually at the end of your turn. Uh, you see it as another dagger comes flying down, but it misses you. Uh, so now it is Levy's turn. So is that okay. my turn? Oh, wait, I'm sorry. It's your turn. I'm sorry. It's your turn, Elmer. Um... Can I do perception to see where it came from? Uh, yeah, go ahead and roll a perception check. Uh, it's ten. Ten. Okay, I mean, it's coming from above you, but you're not really able to... But I can't see him. You can't make out a figure up there. Um... Okay. Can I shoot in the general direction, or is that... You could... Waste of time. You could shoot, it'd be a disadvantage, and you'd have to tell me where you want to shoot. Okay. Um... I'll save my arrow. Okay. <laughs> um, I will, since he said there's stairs, I will go kind of here. Okay. Off stage, um, but looking up. And then, well, not much else I can do there. Okay. All right, Levy, you're up next. Okay. Um, it doesn't look like I have to have line of sight in order to heat this metal again as a bonus action. I don't know. It doesn't say anything. Okay. So Go ahead. is that something that I can do? So that I guess I'll just heat his metal, the metal dagger. Yeah, I would think as long as it's in range, you should be good. Which so I got a six. Damage? Yeah. Okay. And um, and then I guess does that count as my spell? For, like my no, turn. Well, you're concentrating on it, so no, you could cast another spell. Okay, so then um, I guess I'll do a cure, uh, or sorry, a healing word on um, Steel Scar. Okay. Oh my god, another one. So I got healing for five. <laughs> Alright. Hey, I'll take anything at this point. And I think, does he have to make another con save to keep holding the dagger? 
you said you, you had to do it as a bonus action, right? Well, it's, yeah, it's, I mean, I bonus action yeah, is damage. Yeah, he would have to yes, if it's the same so it's activating. Uh, so he rolled a two, uh, but mm. he's going to use his legendary resistance to succeed on the roll. Cool. Obviously. Cool. All right. Uh, so we are back at the top. So at this point, you uh, hear just this cackling laughter. Sorry, I'm going to find where I am. As... Oh, I think Uh-oh. I think our stream froze except for everyone except Scott. Yeah, really? Scott's the only one moving on stream. It's We're not. The Discord. Yeah. Call it's the, it's the Discord. Discord I mean, that? I mean, we can move here. Yeah, because I don't know if Discord's tripping because, like, so... right now I have a good signal it on it, but then it's... My stream. Oh. It's frozen on my stream labs. Oh, weird. weird. Yeah, because I can see everyone in Discord actually moving. Yeah, yeah everyone on Discord. Um... About that. Well, let's just keep going. I don't think let's you can going. without killing the stream. Yeah. yeah. Well, let's keep going. Okay, so give me one second. I right, so just hear him laughing maniacally and cackling. Uh, God, sorry, I'm doing math. My head. Math is hard. It is, man. It is. Okay. DM, quick question. Yes, sir. Is this still the same day from this morning when I went to go talk to... Yes, it is. I... Okay. Darn it. Okay, fair <laughs> enough. Um, yeah, so... You hit roll 20 again. I what? You hit roll 20. Whatever hotkey yeah, you got set up. <laughs> Whatever your hotkey is, I'm not is, even buddy. on Streamlabs when it's hitting that. I need to remove that so they're not switching. Code. Yeah, they're global. Um... Oh, they are. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, yeah, see, like, right now, my video connection is, like, going down, and then it'll go back up, and then it'll go down. I think Discord's having issues. Good old Discord. Of course. All rely, all faithful. There you go. Okay, so at this point, you hear him laughing maniacally, um, and he's like, I think it's time for another scene change, as you guys oh, watch no. as... On this map, doing the change. DM, don't do us like that. <laughs> you mean to tell me all the damage I did did not even kill him? Did not. Uh... Mm. Legendary. Oh. I, I was trying to go for the one attack kill, like the one one round kill. <laughs> went all out, huh? I did. I was mad. Alright, so you guys watch as the scene changes again. Uh, so, Steel Scar, I'm going to need you to make a... God, my mouse is jacked up. Uh, make a dexterity saving throw. As I should. Uh, 16. 16. Okay, so you're going to take... So you're going to take six points of bludgeoning damage as the pieces on the stage move Oof. really quickly. Uh, All right. And you're able to dodge out of the way, but 
still take a hit. Uh, That's a lot of damage. Says, oh, I need to remove that body in the back there. He's like, and this is where our third encounter was. When you were too late to save your friend, Kiara. How did that make you feel? Did you feel guilty? Did it feel personal? I hope it did. Alright, we're back to Steel Scar. Would you like to uh, Would it be an action to use an item? What do you want to do? I want to use, like, uh, I have two regular healing potions. Uh-huh. Yes, it would be an action to use your... Uh, yes. Alright, I want to use one of my, my regular healing potions. I believe it's 2d4 plus 2 healing. Okay. Alright, so that'll be a total of 6 healed for that. And as a bonus action, I want to use my second wind and heal up some more. Okay. So that's 1d10 plus 4. Awesome. Oof, that's nice. Another 12 on top of that. Nice. Alright. And as my movement, I'm just going to book it right back here where, out of the, uh, where the props go. So that's 5, <laughs> 10, 15, 20, 25. I'll, I can book it all the way to the, the corner right here. Not down, but on the top side of it. Okay. So you're just waiting there. Okay. Yeah. So at this point. I'll move right there to be perfectly okay. safe. At this point, a dagger comes flying down toward Levy, um, and it's going to miss. So the dagger lands right next to you at, on your side. Uh, and just goes ching, flying back up into the air. And Okey now dokey. we are to him, probably right. The guy, yep, him. All right, so on his turn. Enlighten us. Oh, what? Why did I move? <laughs> you've been, you've been doing this on purpose. <laughs> so he's gonna throw the dagger at. Uh, yes, he's gonna throw it at Elmir. He's just in his range. Uh, so disadvantage. So that's gonna be a twenty to hit, not natural. Yep. And then a uh, 21 to hit. Yep. Alright. Man, even with disadvantage? Damn. Yes. Uh, I rolled well. Uh, so you can take 6 points of piercing damage and uh, 7 points of piercing damage. I have a question. Do we have any cover from like hiding behind this stage? Uh, or you, well. Because both me and Elamir on the lower are on Elamir the lower is. side. It would it would have given him like a plus two to the AC. It wouldn't have been mm. enough, I would say. Yeah, because I'm on the I'm not up on the stage. Oh, that's good to know. I didn't know yeah. you hadn't climbed up there. No, I have not climbed up. Okay. I have to make. I want to. Okay, so he attacks and then uh, begins to make his way this way. 
Next up is Elamir. Okay. Um, I'll kind of run up back to where I was and take a shot. Okay. And we rolled a 15. But just in case, I'm going to use my inspiration. There you go. Yeah. 17. All right, that's a hit. Cool, cool, cool. So then... Seven plus four, 11 damage. Okay. That's all I can do. All right. And then to the end of his turn, he is going to make... By the way, he still looks like Steel Scar at this point. (laughs) (laughs) He's going to throw the dagger... Um, actually, no, I would say he doesn't have a line of sight, so never mind. He's not going to throw a dagger. Uh, but he looks to ready himself. Uh, and so next up is Levy. Cool. Uh, I'm going to heat the dagger again. Okay. Good roll damage. I thought you said eat it. <laughs> uh, ten. <laughs> throw it at me. Okay. And... So the dagger. He's going to make a save. Yep. That's going to be a success. He rolled in 15. Yeah, I Constitution, so yeah, he 17. Okay, that's fine. He's just going to keep holding onto that dagger. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I don't know if it's a good or bad thing that he keeps holding on to it. He seems attached to it. I guess. Um, but... Since Steel Scar is right next to me, I'm going to touch him and use Cure Wounds. That's okay. a D8 plus four. Uh, 10 HP. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and then I want to, like, hunker down behind that stage. Okay. All right. So he is on his turn, going to dash up this direction. Oh, shoot. This sucks. Alright, so he is up there. He's moving toward you. And we are back at the top. So at this point you watch as he once again kind of like just laughs maniacally. You watch as like some of his wounds begin to like seem to just start to seal up or something. Like he's getting a second wind or something like that. He's stealing uh, your moves, Steel Scar. As he heals <laughs> up a bit more. Uh, and just continues to charge forward. Um, Steel Scar, you're up. Oh, alright. Oh, I've been messing up. I'm able to reroll ones and twos on damage, and I didn't do <laughs> that. That's fine. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I. Ah, uh, I could have put out more than that. Oh, well, so, anyways. Anyway, so as he's getting closer there, you can see that he looks hurt, but he's wounding his wounds are sealing up, and he's like, um, kind of like, you can tell his voice is getting weaker in your head, and he's like, if I, if I were to fall, I will be remembered in the hearts of the people who saw those that I murdered. I will not be forgotten. You I forget me. All right. As I rush up, <laughs> I just 
and as as he says that, I want to rush up and scream the name. Uh, we heard this name, right? Gallum. That was yeah. That, that was the, that was the playwright. Yeah, the playwright. I I, I just randomly bur- uh, blurred out Gallum, and then I you am going to. Again? Uh, come on, correct me. I'm going to use as a bonus action. I will use fighting spirit. Okay. So I'll give myself five temporary hit points. Okay. And uh, so fighting spirit on your turn. No, that's. So you just get advantage on your attack. I get advantage on my attacks. Oh, where's my feats? Oh, right here. So I'm going to use. And so I, with that, I'm going to use Great Weapon Master okay. again to try and hit him. Uh, let's see. Yeah. Okay. Oh, nice. Uh, it's going to be a 19 total. Good to hit. Awesome. So it's going to be 2d6 plus 4. So, so that's 10... 10 plus 10, it's a uh, 20 damage to him. Okay. And uh, I'm just gonna look at him and, and one more time say, would you happen to know Gallum? <laughs> so See if I get any that, reaction from saying that name. Yeah, so as you say that, he his eyes kind of like widen for a second, um, but he seems dead set on what he's doing. Sorry, I gotta find, I lost my... Oh, that's fine. Darn it. All right. Fair enough. <clears throat> um, so Steel Spirit, you just went. And you did how much? You said 20? 20 total. Okay. Um, so he's looking. You run up and just like, once again, just slam your sword into him. And he's looking really hurt. Um, and you just hear in, the, in your voice, <clears throat> he's like, this... Theater was once my entire life. I was once a playwright of this magnificent place, but my dreams and ambitions all went up in flame when it went up in flame. Tell me, what do you do when the things you love go up in flame? As he is going to dart around you, steal Scar, so you get to make an attack. Uh, it, well, is he leaving my uh, my reach? Yeah, he's moving over. He's moving over here. Well, I guess he's technically not out of your reach. Because he's not out of my reach there. No, so he charges right up to Levy and he just starts stabbing away at you, Levy. Okay. Do I get bonus AC for being behind that cover? Uh, he is jumping down to hit you. Oh, so he's down below now. Yeah. So first hit's gonna miss. Second hit is going to be a twenty. Not okay. Natural. And that was with disadvantage. Yes. Okay. All right. Cool. How many? So and then I have to do a con save. Six piercing damage. Okay. And yeah, make constitution saving throw. What's the save for it? Dude, I don't actually know. For concentration? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it, it's either half of the damage or ten, whichever one is big, uh, greater. Since you only did six damage, there you go. You save. You would save. So you kept it. Okay. 
Alright, so the dagger is still heated up. Alright, and then... That was his turn. Um, he's just gonna stand there in front of you, Levy. Uh, oh. So now it is Elamir's turn. Alright, your roll 20 hidden again, by the way. <laughs> um, cool. Alright, so I'll move up just a hair, um, and I will take a shot again at fake uh, Steel Scar. Okay. That is a 15. That is a miss. So you take Ooh, the shot fur. and just dodge it out of the way as it misses him. Bueno. Or AC than real steel scar. Um, I'll cast uh, Hunter's Mark on it. Okay. Oh, if you would have let us know you had Hunter's Mark, we would have reminded you. Yeah. yeah. That's so, the one thing you want to cast first. <laughs> so at the end of uh, Elamir's turn, he's going to stab again at you. Levy. What is your AC? 14. 14. Right. You rolled a natural one, so you're able to avoid the attack. Um, so next up is Levy. Woo! Keep that metal. Alright. Uh, 12 damage. 12 damage? Okay. Yep, and then um, as my second attack, I guess this is a bonus action. Um, <laughs> my actual action I will oh, most of my stuff is saves and I pretty feel I feel like you could probably beat all my saves um, screw it I can try it anyways I'm gonna cast uh, dissonant whispers on him so a DC of 14 okay what does that do uh, wisdom uh, it's just a psychic attack and he has to make a wisdom saving throw yep okay so you rolled a 16. What's your save? 14. 14, are you saying he succeeds? So you still take half as much damage. Okay. So it's 3d6. Uh, so I rolled a 10, so you take five more damage. Okay. How do you want to do this? Ooh. I, you so since I'm killing man. him with a psychic attack... I just want to, like, have him, like, have his eyes just kind of, like, they're already white, and I just want them to, like, blacken over, and then mm. just have him crumble. Okay. So as you do this, his eyes just, yeah, blacken, and he reaches out his hand towards you, and just, like, puts it up to your face, and is like, don't forget about me, Leviticus, as he just falls down on the ground, dead. And then, as soon as he dies, I just want to... Does anyone know who this guy is? Like, <laughs> what? He was probably Gellum. <laughs> probably. Oh, man. Alright, well, that hurt like hell. Yeah. I was uh, under ten. Yeah? Yeah? Um, can I take his dagger? <laughs> you can take it, yeah. Yes. And are there 11 more just sitting around somewhere? <laughs> yeah. yeah, there's a pile in the corner. 
He was actually throwing all 12 instead of returning to him. <laughs> <laughs> so you pick up the dagger and we stop the music. Um, okay. Great. So... We need to go tell the guard what happened. Because <laughs> we just murdered somebody. Well, that was definitely it's, self-defense. It's self-defense, but... Do you see how messed up we are? We, that was self-defense. Yeah, we were stabbed. <laughs> um, we also times. should probably check out what else is around here, because since this is, I'm sure, his home base, his there might out. be some more information, because it would make for a better story to figure out <laughs> what was going on. Very true, very true. And at the end of the day, the news must get printed. Well, he did say that he wants... Uh... Sought to be a great uh, writer for this f- for this theater until it burned down. And if we remember correctly, what we were told, this individual named uh, Gallum prided yeah. himself in his writing as well. So, uh, so maybe something happened during the fire that transformed him, if it's even him. But. Maybe we can take the body with us and have Doring interrogate it. That might be a good idea. That might be a good idea. And um, I don't know. Also, if we could check around this area, these these crazy types usually leave some kind of manifesto or something. <laughs> okay. Yeah, That'd we can true. explore the the theater, see what we can find. Maybe it'll. Maybe we can find some clues as to what his purpose was. Okay. So for the sake of brevity, go ahead and roll. Uh, everyone roll investigation. See what you can find. Natural 20, baby. Ooh. 17. Why can't I roll more of those when I attack, though? Because we're journalists. We're journalists, <laughs> not attackers. It's natural 20, minus 1, 19. Okay. Yeah. What did you get, Levy? 21. 21. Okay, so you guys begin to walk around the, uh, the theater and just investigating up on the catwalks. Uh, and you're able to find like a small room um, and in it you find like a small cot and a small table and you find like a book on that table Um, and as you kind of start to leaf through this book you begin to understand what in the world was going on with this guy Um, so he was Gallum the playwright and basically as you're leafing through it you read about how you know, he was his budding playwright, and then the theater burned down, and he was, like, badly wounded in the fire, but he felt that no one knew, no one was looking for him after it. And so, it, as you're going through, you're seeing just this descent into madness about how he is going to put on the greatest play ever, and he sets about killing people to actually put on his play. And part of that play was he needed some heroes who were going to stop him because in this play he was the villain. And he had, for whatever reason, locked onto you guys and had decided that you guys would be the heroes of his story. Great. <laughs> I, look, I look at, at Levy and I'm like, so, any idea how he figured out your name, Leviticus? Uh, yeah, well, that's what, uh, you know, people that aren't friends call me that, and you guys are more friends than than he ever would be. That so. is the first time I hear you, that name. 
it's, it's not a name I, I love going by. It has a lot of history with it. So No worries. I'll stick to Levy. Thanks, man. Thanks. Hmm. Uh, I don't know where he would have heard that. Uh, I only used it once, and didn't didn't expect to hear it again. So you do remember that Sergey told you that it was possible for doppelgangers to seem to yeah know things things from your mind. Yeah, exactly. So he um, so you, my name. What you also find in this room is you find some nice pieces of artwork that looks like he might have saved that were in this theater. Um, you find three pieces of artwork that are kind of leaning against the wall. We should probably take this back. Might be of some value, too, to the city. Can you yeah. tell us what they depict, if they're anything of significance? Uh, one of Most of them just seem to be um, plays that may have taken place in this theater. Okay. Are they like like the poster for the play or something like that, almost? Uh, two of them are. One of them seems to be a depiction of a play itself, something on mm. stage. Cool. All right. So, uh, so should I carry this body back with us in case? Yes, uh, definitely. Captain Doring. Absolutely. Right, so I'll pick up the body and like he's back to his regular form, right? He is, he's back to his regular form. He's not steel. Is he scar. bigger than? Is he bigger than Steel Scar? No. You mean when he was Steel Scar? Was he bigger than? No, steel no. Scar? And on his normal, regular form, oh, is he's, he bigger he's than... the same size. He's he's a medium creature. He's a little smaller than you. Okay, so can I try like carry him, like yeah, lob him over my shoulder? Yep. All right, so I'll do that. And then we can walk back, stop at the guard, and drop it off, and give our report to the <laughs> throw, guard because throw they're his in body. <laughs> Tell him. Yeah. Okay. So we'll we'll head back to the guardhouse. There we go. All right. I think that's a good spot to wrap up this session. Then. Yep. All right. All right, it's been frozen this entire time on the stream. It has <laughs> Technology's fun. Sorry if anyone's Sorry, watching. Yeah. Sorry, guys, but if you if you listen to this on iTunes, you, you won't have know. that issue. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, awesome. Yeah, we're going to wrap up this stream. This was episode seven of Adventure with Advantage. Thank you so much, guys. See you next time. Thanks for listening to the Adventure with Advantage podcast. You can catch us live on Saturday nights at twitch.tv forward slash AWA underscore D&D.